Karma Productions Worldwide, in association with NMD Plus Productions in London and the William Mills Agency, presents Bankadelic from Money 2020, a series of special podcast episodes that feature interviews with some of the people who are making the financial services world and fintech rock. I'm your host, Lou Carlozo, inviting you to sit back, grab a cuppa, and join us for the conversations that took place at one of the premier financial services conventions in all the world. Thanks for tuning into Bankadelic. And if you hear some chatter, clatter, and general good vibes in the background, that is because we are live at Money 2020 in Las Vegas. And here with us today, we have Will Tumulty. Will is the CEO of Rapid Finance. He spent more than seven years previously at Capital One, where he worked on a telecom business line and a specialty credit card business focused on credit rehabilitation to serve those who needed it most. With Rapid Finance, that is a company with more than 200 employees based out of Bethesda, Maryland, Rapid Finance offers flexible financing solutions to fit unique needs for small businesses focusing on fast, simple, trusted financing. The company's financing options enable small businesses to access working capital for areas running the gamut from location expansion to technology updates to debt consolidation. Will. Welcome to Bankadelic. Thanks, Lou. It's great to be here. Now, we should really let the podcast audience know as we launch in who Rapid is exactly. There are specific areas you focus on, three of them as I understand, and how you use those capabilities. Tell us. Yeah, thanks, Lou. So at Rapid, um, we are a provider of capital to small businesses across the United States. And we've used the competencies that we've developed over the years to really focus on three different business areas. Um, one of them is lending, lending to small business clients. Uh, the next one is servicing, and that is servicing our own portfolio, but also doing servicing of portfolios of commercial loans for other companies, um, as well as software. So we have built a very robust and uh, flexible software platform that we, of course, use for our, other, uh, our own business, but we use it for others as well if they have a need for some of those software platforms. That is fascinating because oftentimes when a company comes out with a product, they may not have road tested it on themselves. So that is really cool. What have you learned doing that? How do you think it's helping the clients you serve? So it's interesting, right? Having grown up and having to sort of eat your own dog food uh, when, it com <laughs> when it comes to uh, using your systems, you really get a lot of feedback and you get that feedback instantly um, from the people on our own team. Our salespeople, our underwriters, they are in our systems every day giving us great feedback uh, so we know uh, what is working well, what is not working well, and we can quickly iterate uh, to make a platform that has flexibility in the areas that matter for small businesses um, and is robust to be scalable uh, in ways that we can export to other software clients. That is fantastic. And with the areas that you described, one thing that I picked up on is that there seems to be a very strong interdependence, a synergy that it's not just one plus one plus one equals three, but that it equals 10 or 20. How are those areas working together when you are servicing a small business client? 
Yes. Yeah, so as we think about um, a partnership with another company that may have a lot of small business clients, and um, maybe that company does not do uh, lending or provide capital to those clients, but they want to be able to bring that. Um, we want to be able to partner with those companies and bring lending as a service to that relationship um, where we can bring the pieces that we do well um, and let that partner company do the things that they do well. So for instance, um, any company that has a lot of small business clients and established relationships, um, they would probably focus on the acquisition portion of the value chain, right? They already have those existing relationships and they can get those, uh, find their customers that have a need for financing, right? Most partner companies probably don't do the origination and the underwriting and the credit scoring, right? That's what we do, so we would do that part. We would also do the servicing with our servicing business. Um, and we can put it on our balance sheet if it's a new loan or if it's a, a partner, uh, say an insurance company or something like that, that wants to have those sorts of assets on their, their balance sheet, we can work with them to do that as well. Wow, thorough and thoughtful and is really making a big difference, which really makes me think about the borderline neglect in the small business sphere. A lot of financial services companies have been reluctant to touch anything having to do with small business. They often cite the real narrow profit margins. But on the other hand, it's not only a demonstrated need, but small businesses are really the backbone of America. And without them, we wouldn't have an economy. I'm wondering what you have observed from your point of view about the small business marketplace that you operate in and what you think are some lessons that are being missed, some things that you could maybe educate me and the audience on. Yes, yeah, so when I think about banking in the United States um, and where it's gone, you know, if you roll back the clock uh, way back, call it 100 years, um, banking was much more of a community endeavor than it is today. Yes. Uh, the community bank was the backbone of the economy, and that's why there's so many farmers and merchant banks in all the states, right? You come across farmers and merchants and in many different places, or commerce banks, um, because they supported the local businesses. And the local businesses at that time, they were small businesses. Many of them were agriculturally oriented or uh, natural resources oriented. Um, and then what happened over time was uh, banks uh, consolidated. They got much, much bigger. And they had much more capital that they needed to deploy at any given time. Uh, and the idea of taking, uh, putting that capital to work, sort of $50,000 at a time for a small business, um, just did not become cost effective as they had to get much, so much more to work. Uh, and so what that did was it created an opening uh, for companies like Rapid that use technology to bring the cost down and greatly accelerate the speed of making lending decisions to get that capital to those small businesses that need it. Um, so that's our focus, is finding those businesses, um, figuring out how to get them uh, underwritten. Uh, most of our clients that complete a, uh, an application, a completed application, we will make a decision and fund them within 24 hours if they're going to get funded, um, which is really helpful because if you're running a small business, um, you're not, you don't have a team that's doing multi-month projections of where your cash flows are going to be. You get an opportunity to take on a new job that's going to be great to grow your business. Um, but you need to get the capital to get started on that job by Thursday, right? Uh, and so that's what we really focus on, is um, giving great client service and speed to uh, getting that funding completed. I love it. Client service 
and speed. And I also, I also love the expression, eating our own dog food, <laughs> because it suggests that you've done something. And let's face it, I don't really need any more proof of concept than that. It's a success. I'm wondering what kind of feedback you're getting from the different clientele that you're serving in terms of what you are trying to do in the space. Um, so we're getting good feedback. We think of our clients in sort of two buckets. We have our small business borrowers, um, and we, for uh, better than a decade now, have gotten fantastic feedback from our small business clients. Um, they, uh, many of them have been with us for years when they have a capital need for uh, their business. Um, they come to us. Some of them could apply uh, and could get qualified for bank loans, but for, and, and some may not be able to get a bank loan. Um, but the reason they come to us is because we're fast, we're transparent, we're efficient, um, and they can count on Rapid to get them the financing that their company needs to grow and, and prosper. That is really, really great. Now, there may be educationally a disconnect between the great work that you're doing, very forward-thinking work, and the misperceptions that people have in this space. So let's say somebody sits down with you and they say, Will, I love what you're doing. I don't know if I really have any grip on where to start with it. What would you tell them? Uh, I would say simply, if you're a small business owner and you have a need for capital to grow or expand your business, um, you can start by going online. Uh, there's lots of resources online. Uh, we have a resource center on our webpage uh, at rapidfinance.com. Uh, there are many other sources that you can go to. Um, and small business finance is very uh, varied in terms of the different kinds of product, right? Maybe a term loan product is right for you in your small business. Um, for instance, if you're doing, uh, you need uh, funds for capital uh, and expansion. Um, maybe a, a line of credit product is one that would make more sense if you need to smooth out your daily or weekly cash flows. Um, or maybe depending on the kind of business that you're in, uh, a factoring relationship or a commercial mortgage um, may be a better fit. Um, so you can learn a lot about those things online. One of the things that our uh, business advisors uh, work with all of our clients and prospective clients on is really trying to help them figure out what is the right kind of financing for their particular business situation. Um, and sometimes we may not have that solution. Um, if that's the case, um, we work with a network of about 50 other funding companies and we will help that small business owner find the right solution um, that's the best fit for their business need. That's fantastic. Now, shifting gears just a little bit, we are at a fantastic conference, 11,000 people at least in attendance. I've heard as high as 20,000. I yet to verify <laughs> a figure that high, frankly. But there's also this overarching reality. Money 2020, for as fantastic it is, it's operating right now under the cloud of rising inflation, people talking about stagflation or a recession, possibly a really rare situation where both stocks and bonds are down. I'm wondering what you hope to gather as the conference kicks off that's going to increase your understanding of how rapid finance operates in the business. Maybe you feel that you're outside of that. Maybe you feel that the realities are going to impinge on a lot of companies here. What do you think the conversations are going to be like? What are you looking forward to? 
you know, I'm looking forward to meeting with uh, a number of other companies, some of which we work with, some of which we hope to work with, uh, and really getting their perspective because um, uh, macro-wise, it's a very sort of divergent set of things that we see. Certainly there are headwinds as we head into 2023. Um, we see that with inflation. Uh, we see that with um, uh, you know, rising delinquencies in some asset classes uh, from the big bank earnings that have come out last week. Uh, on the other hand, the consumer seems strong. Uh, small businesses are still doing well, uh, and the service economy, which makes up a lot of small businesses, uh, seems to be rolling along. So, m you know, the more insights that we can get, the better prepared uh, we will be, uh, both with our own balance sheet as well as with helping our small business clients with whatever headwinds may be impacting them as we get into next year. And looking out for those headwinds certainly is the smart way to go. Final question as we wrap up. Money 2020 is always a bear to navigate, even for the most robust person. I don't know how full your slate is with meetings. I'm sure it is back to back to back to back. Um, how are you going to stay strong during this? <laughs> well, I'll try and get a. Uh, I'll try and get to bed at a reasonable time every night. Right, that's always a help. Right, uh, if you. Uh, if you don't take care of yourself in that regard, those last day meetings can be a little rough. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think that uh, trying to get a little workout in when you can uh, and, uh, uh, you know, focus on water uh, more than coffee uh, is uh, probably advisable. <laughs> I fail there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I should mention, too, as we wrap up, that we are at the William Mills Agency podcast booth at Money 2020, and I am grateful to be here and grateful that they provided the opportunity and also especially grateful, Will, that you were able to make the time with such a busy schedule. Thank you so much for being on Bankadelic. Lou, it's been great. Thanks. Will Tumulty is the CEO of Rapid Finance. He is based in Bethesda, Maryland. Be sure to look for Will on LinkedIn. Thanks again for tuning in to Bankadelic, live from Money 2020 in Las Vegas. We hope you are enjoying this series of special episodes and encourage you to go over to SoundCloud to check out the entire Bankadelic archive. Thanks again to the William Mills Agency for their generous support. On-site production in Las Vegas provided by yours truly and Scott Mills. Special thanks also to Banker Hire and Lemonade LXP as well as our good friends Dave Wallace and Darmesh Mystery of Dave and Darm Demystify. I'm Lou Carlozo, and as my good friend and associate Johnny DeBig would say, what happens at Money 2020 in Vegas stays at Money 2020 in Vegas. Capiche? Until next time, so long. Bankadelic is a production of NMD+, London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas.